Hello, 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 everybody. This is Anjanette, and welcome to Anjanette Speaks, the real, the raw, and the inspiring with Endure Entertainment. When you think of Endure Entertainment, think of clean entertainment. When you think of clean entertainment, think of Endure Entertainment. We are so excited about this lineup, this panel that we got of brothers that are coming to talk to the sisters about what is important to them. I have a lineup of amazing men. Um, they are going to answer questions for us. They are going to be um, open and transparent. And we're going to start the conversation because my goal here is to heal the areas in the black community that need to be healed. We're here to heal, to start the conversation, to have that difficult conversation. We're going to take accountability and we're going to be transparent. And most of all, we're going to laugh. I would like to first start by introducing my guests. They are all my friends, very well, um, well-rounded brothers, very articulate and very intelligent. I'm so glad that they came to help me on today. First, we are going to bring up John. John is, hi, that is John Singletary. He is um uh, he is a veteran. He has the podcast, the Help Myself podcast. It is amazing. You guys need to check it out. Uh, he talked directly to me on his last podcast. So it is um, relevant and informative. He is a father of John Singletary Jr. Um, that is his best friend. And he has a lot to offer in, as far as the relationship and the climate that we have on today. He's a well-rounded brother. And I am so, so glad that he joined me on today. And next we have Mr. D Acosta. He is my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, uh, he is a father. He is a community uh, um, organizer and he is well-rounded as well. He is a family man and I believe that he will have a lot to offer us as far as transparency and learning how to uh, stick in the game. Okay. Now, next we have the chocolate bear, honey. We got uh, Jamon Sances in the building. He is a well sought after musician. He is a father. He is an amazing guy. He is um, one of those people that is a realist. Um, he has a great, awesome uh, personality and sense of humor. And we cannot wait to see what he says in reference to some of the questions we have. And last but not least is my guy, my guy, Ronald Landry. He is from New Orleans. So he got the accent, y'all. Yeah, baby. And uh, he, um, he, he's a father and uh, he's a, he has his own business and he is a mentor. He is a mentor for young men that aspire to have their own businesses that are looking to uh, change their life. Ronald Landry is the man. Welcome all of my guests. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all come on and say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Glad to be here. Invite. All right. So the ladies want to know. The ladies are asking. They want to know. They got questions. And y'all got the answers. I believe you can't speak for every man, right? Every man is different, which is why I have so many different brothers on here tonight. But every man has something to offer. And I think men go unheard. 
I think everybody's telling a woman how to be a woman. Everybody's telling a woman how to do this and how to do that. But I think men are unheard and your side of the story is unheard. And so I would like to give you an opportunity to explain to us and start the conversation. What I my, what I hope to gain here is for us to take these conversations home to our mates, people that we may meet, some things you might, you guys might open us up to that women don't know. And we start those conversations and start to heal what's going on here. Because I believe that we are hurting and we are afraid. But I believe that conversation through conversation, being transparent and vulnerability, we can heal the relationship climate and find real love again. Don't everybody, don't know if you want to find real love again? Jesus. All right. So first question, what has men, not all men, but what do you guys feel men have contributed to the hookup climate that we have? This no strings attached, don't expect anything from anybody type, I'm, you know, that no commitment. What do you think? How do you think men have contributed to the climate that we have going on right now? Jamon, who's jumping in? Who's jumping in? I hop in on that one. Mm -hmm. As far as contributed, really, I think this whole situation stems from the women or the woman allowing it. Mm. I can assure you, whatever she allows or does not allow, that's what we're going to do or not do. Um, So you can't put that one on us. Okay. I think that's just what the women allow. You know. Okay, um, so so we allow it. Okay. Who else? Jump in. Mute your mic. All right, I'll jump in. Um so sure, I agree with my brother. Man, I'm not gonna be the contrarian, but I am. <laughs> the women do I allow think that's it. why you're here. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that's that's part of it that the women allow it but obviously if something's allowed then that means that there's something else that's the primary driver so um i do think that men do they're in the driver's seat for that because um i mean we got to be realistic the idea of women having um autonomy and even having personhood and and you know just having those rights when it comes to the dating game is fairly new. You know, it was like the late seventies, early eighties when a woman could have her own name on a bank account or a credit card. So I think sometimes we think it's just always been this way, but this is really a new phase in history. And the the hookup culture has been driven by men and, you know, for decades, centuries, whatever you want to call it, women were property. And so men got to to drive, you know, how the conversation, how the situations went. So I definitely think uh, men are the drivers, but it's gotten to a point where, and not in a bad way, but now women have the ability to kind of try different things to see what suits their needs, you know, and sure, from a traditional standpoint, we can look at it and say, oh, this is bad, this, that, and this is other, but it always happens when a group gets a a certain levels of freedom you know they have to see what works for them so i think we're just seeing women embrace their freedom to look at relationships in a different way than they've traditionally been taught or socialized to do 
So originally when I um when I started this, the conversation I had uh was that men were the ones that over the last what is this 10 years we started saying get out your feelings right you know you're too sensitive right not allowing or not agreeing or wanting a woman to be in her feminine power which then became an issue because now we had to take responsibility for our own area, our own life, our own bodies. And then, like he's saying, allowing men to do that. I think we have to remember that most of us are raised by single mothers at this point, right? And so because who I was talking to was saying the fathers have walked out. Now you've got our generation that are raised by single mothers. That that is what they see. And now you've got these women embracing fear, freedom. But men were the drivers in this. They, they were the ones that started this. And now women are like men. They have lost their femininity. Right? Because now we, we can't have feelings. We got to act like we don't have feelings and just move on to the next and just and be out here and not being ladies. But that's because we didn't see that and that hasn't been portrayed because we don't have a father to tell us we're beautiful, we're worthy. Anybody want to jump in on that? No? <laughs> he said next question. Y'all wrong for that. <laughs> no, nah, that's right. tough though. I mean, I hear what you're saying and it, and it makes a lot of sense. But it's a tough one. Um, we lost D. We lost D. He'll be back. Jamal, what were you going to say? Okay. I just... I, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you back. Is he back? Yeah, he's back. I'm trying to unmute him. Go I think we keep trying to... Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm back. Um, yeah, it's a tough man because it's it's just based off of perspectives, you know, um, perspectives, households, um, you know, even being raised as a single parent, you know, in a single parent home, there's still certain values that that was instilled in us, you know, um, and we know what we want and what we don't want to do. I think now people are just embracing what they want to do. And if they want to be open and free with their sexuality, then that's what's going to come forth. All right. So we feel like because women are, things have evolved, but where do men, okay, John said men are the drivers. Okay. So Jamon, do you disagree with that? Or are you going to expand on that? Yeah, I, I disagree. Now, we all know that men, well, the narrative that has always been painted is men this, men that. But if we're going to be 100 with it, these women, and I'm not talking about just this generation, they, they have been, if we really want to be real, they have been really 
doggish in some ways, you know, um, but the narrative has never been that because everybody wants to put everything on the man. Um, but I, you know, as far as the culture of hookup culture, I, I guess I look at it a little bit different. I, if somebody makes a choice to do what they want to do, that's their choice. Um, the notion of a culture is, the, is where you begin to say, well, you shouldn't do that. And you shouldn't do that. And it's like, okay, according to what? Now, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. So according to my faith, I'm, I'm not supposed to, you know, I'm supposed to wait till I'm married. You know what I'm saying? But everybody's not a Christian. So then what does that look like for them? And so it's really deep when you kind of think about it. Um, because everybody's values and, and structure of the way they were brought up and the way they were taught can be totally different. Right. So so the outcomes and the reasons why they vary from person to person. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... It's so you're really saying it's the, the, the way that the, the relationship climate is now has nothing to do with men or women, but more of a personal choice. Is that what you're saying? I agree. No, I'm saying it has everything to do with personal choice. And I, and I think it should stop there. I, I don't have, don't have a, I don't have a say so in why you do what you do. Now, if I love you and I see you do, doing something harmful to you, I'm gonna be like, hey bro, you need to chill. Like, come on, you, you know better, X, Y, Z. But at the end of the day, your choice is your choice. And if you made that choice, whether because she was going to pay your light bill, whether you was just horny, but that's your choice. And it ain't for me to say X, Y, Z. Now, would you also say that if a woman isn't for the hookup culture or isn't for the hookup, she probably needs to say that in the beginning. Cause it's it's I think what's happening is, and we're just talking about with all with us, is that they really want a relationship, but they don't want to say they want a relationship because they don't want to they don't want to mess the the person up, right? So they don't want to hurt that individual or anything like that. They don't want to. Uh oh. Excuse me. They don't want to hurt or run the guy away. So then they we act like we're cool with just being whatever we are, but really we want a relationship. We don't want to tell you that because we don't want to run you away. But that you know what? You can't put that on the man. That, that, that so what well, my point is is that's the chance you take if you're gonna be true to yourself because somebody's gonna say, you know what? Yeah, Absolutely. I want a relationship too. Absolutely. But your convictions got to be your convictions, period. If you want a relationship and what blah, 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 say that. Say that. And then whatever happens from there happens from there. But you can't, you can't go like I like him or I like her, but I don't want to scare him away. So I'm going to, you know, engage with them in hopes. You can't do that. You, you have to, you have to put everything on the table. Right. 
and we'll get to when we put everything on the table later. Okay, Ron, were you going to say something? Is he still yeah, here? I, I can't hear you. Where is he at? Okay, he's right here. You can hear me? Uh-huh. I know those gentlemen, they've been, I mean, I don't have nothing to add to anything. Okay. I, mean, I just kind of think um, there's so many different layers to these conversations. I mean, you you, you kind of don't want to uh, start getting into a lot of the, I, I think a lot of these conversations, the root of them, uh, they're never really dealt with, meaning slavery, right. meaning right. Jim Crow, meaning right. uh, a lot of different things that, that you, you can't look at today's black men and today's black women without looking at the whole trajectory of the whole race, uh, per se, and then the whole 400 years of being here. So all of this is a melting pot theory. And to me, it then uh, really done spilled over. But when it comes to the sexual uh, contents of it, uh, I think everything starts and ends with a woman because everything a man does is for the attention of a woman. So as long as women are still allowing men to have sex with them with no job, no car, a thousand baby mamas, then we're going to continue to have sex with, with women like that. So that is, ladies. Yeah, that that's is. I mean, at the end of the day, to me, that's what it comes down to. If if you're gonna allow it, we're gonna keep doing it. Period. There it is, ladies. There it is. The the kings have spoken. There it is. All right. So, all right. So, moving past, you know, men being a part of the culture, and which John, he's on the opposite end. I love him. Um, but he said also, yes, there is, you know, yes, while women and men are responsible, I think there's a mutual responsibility on both parts to be able to be honest and transparent and say what you want, because we got to start. Yes, we need to look back, but we got to start trying to heal it right now. Right. And so in our own areas and where we have dominion at, I think these are great conversations and stuff to talk about to try to change the trajectory of where we want our great grandkids to be. Right. So um, my next question was. What does a supportive woman look like to you? What does that look like to you? Jump in, anybody. Oh, they had to think about that one, y'all. That means we're not supporting them. We're not supporting them. They don't know. Look at this. I mean, at the end of the day. <laughs> um, oh, I, my I God. No, we're going to sit here. We're going to sit here. Mm-hmm. We're going to engineer that speech. We're going to sit right here. We're sitting right here. I got a problem. I asked four men what a supportive woman looks like to them. Silence. So we're not going to go ahead. I think John won't answer that one. John won't answer that. 
All right, I'll answer it. I mean, you know, that makes for a bad show when the guest ain't talking. So um, a supportive <laughs> woman, uh, you know, obviously that looks different from relationship to relationship. So we'll and where you are in your life. You gonna let me answer? Yes. <laughs> I'm the host. Don't come checking me on my show. <laughs> You just gonna ask me to talk and then talk over me. Let me go back to mute since you're not gonna let me talk. No, 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 don't do that. I want to support you. I want to support you, brother. I want to support you. Women can support men by not doing that. First off, <laughs> so shut that. up. Okay, got it. <laughs> shut up. Make a sandwich. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, you know. Uh, I think authenticity, so that's a huge thing, man. We can sense that and, and we can see that. Um, you know, checking in on us, obviously we want to be checked in physically. You know, brother always tell me, oh, she can cook, she can do this, she can do that. So the physical part, but I think it's the partnership, you know, somebody that we can um, share the most intimate parts of ourselves with. That That's the support. And when you can do that, now you have a free space to where you can say, this is who I am. And then we can build support agreements based on that part. Cause you know, I have an outward facing, but then there's always an inward facing part. And so you, you want your partner, you want the woman in your life to be able to garner your trust so that you can show her who you really are and figure out what you really need. So I think, I think that part, getting to know them, being quiet and making a sandwich that's the most important thing right there so be quiet you heard him you heard it right here on engine that speaks a woman that talk a whole lot me I need to yeah let me hop in up. on that one can i hop in hop in okay i think um i'm gonna speak for me personally anybody that knows me knows i'm 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 vocal um I'm for my people. So, and, and I'm just speaking from my perspective, but if she's mindful of what, and it, it might sound cynic, but this is my, my heart. But if she's mindful of what of myself as a black man, of, of what I endure daily, even if she don't understand, but just be mindful um, by making my space as as peaceful as she possibly can, I feel like that's all the support I need to conquer what I need to conquer. But if I don't have that support, just her being aware of what I deal with in society, then I don't have anything. So right. if I have that support, then I'm good. I can accomplish anything in the world. Just her being right. my her being able to understand that you fight in the world every day. Even if she don't understand, because she can never see things how I see things. So not even understanding, but just knowing that it is a reality that I deal with. Gotcha. Jermaine, you want to jump in? Uh. Yeah, it, it looks different case to case. Um, I know with me, 
I'm weird. I'm just a little weird. So, so it's deeper than just saying, oh, just encourage me. Uh, you know, have me a cook. It's, it 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 could vary from day to day. So it's it's very tricky. But you you being you have to be in tune with your your partner. You you got to know their their little intricacies to where you know where one day I just might need you to just walk in and I don't say nothing, you don't say nothing to me. And you got to understand that and know like he's not mad. He's just working something out in his head or whatever. Or the next day, it could be like, let's go see. Like, it, it just, it varies. Um, so right. it, in regards to that, you just got to know the intricacies of your of your person. And if you know that, you, you'll be able to navigate through those waters. Right. Um, okay. Uh, I like that. And um, I think a lot of support is nonverbal. Um, you know, like you said, knowing that you didn't do nothing to him. Right. So there's no reason for him to walk in the house and not say anything. So apparently he's got something on his head. Now, my question to you is when. Cause I'm like I'm kind of a bugaboo. So you walk in, don't speak to me. I know I didn't do nothing to you, but then I need to know if do I need to check somebody? What happened? Why why are you acting like that? You know what I mean? What's wrong? Well, so when she, when do I, a woman as passionate as myself, when is it okay for me to come to you, or do I, or do I wait for you to come to me? You you wait, you wait, and that and that's what happens a lot of times. Uh, and this is what I'm saying, like, cause support, some to some support is like, okay, who I need to check, who who I need to slap, what? No, it, we ain't there. Just, you know, what I'm saying, follow follow your man's lead. But yeah, they don't, they don't, we don't, they, we don't like to talk like this today in 2022. No, we are gonna talk like this here though. Follow your man's lead, because men most times are more level-headed, level-headed. Right. When it's time to get rah-rah, they get rah-rah. But for the most part, men are, are chill. They they ain't going, you know, you know, but a lot of women, you know, it, for the little smallest thing, like they ready. That's why you got to, you got to, you know, just follow. Because follow your man. You'll, you'll, Shut you'll up. Get it. Make a sandwich. Understand his struggle. I'm, I'm not gonna say that because that, that that sounds a little disrespectful. That's what it, that, that's what John said. I'm just teasing. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. John said, "Shut up and make a sandwich." <laughs> so, so um, and then take those nonverbal cues from your mate. That means that we have to be in tune. To our man, that means that we have to get to know him outside of a physical attraction. We have to talk to him. We have to offer him a safe space to open up to us. So, in we'll transition throw this in here, though, but we'll throw this in here, though. If he's a leader, he communicates too. So there's a way to communicate. Hey, I'm not in the mood for all of that. We could talk like, yeah, you shouldn't. 
that shouldn't be normal to accept, oh, I come in the house and I don't speak to nobody. That That's not, you know, that shouldn't be a norm. Yeah, that no, can totally. happen. Totally. You can communicate, and, and hey, I'm having a day. I need some space. So if he's a leader, he's going to communicate that. So you shouldn't be sitting there on pins and needles like, I can't read his mind. None of us are mind readers. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. My, my thing was, more once you know your guy or you know your person, you can kind of feel what it is. So if he walks in, you know, okay, it's he just in, it's one of them days. But like, no, you definitely should not be walking, you know, no, that sounds like so, so, you know. So, like, um, I, I was in a relationship for, like, five years, right? And one thing um, my person used to do, I could tell how his day went by how he spoke. So then I knew to do one or two things. Like, say, for instance, he walks in and he's like, man, let me tell you about what happened today. Da, 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 da. How was your day at work? But if he comes in and he's like, looks tired or um he'll like go straight to the bathroom and take off you know his clothes and it's like one of them de-stressing type moments you know and you just have to know to leave him alone you know i used to do little stuff like run the shower you know make sure the remote is where it needs to be so he can chill while i do whatever i need to do as far as cooking or whatever but it was um that kind of support is important because later on he would be like Man, I just I just really needed you to like do what you did because I was on I was in a bad headspace, you know. And just the fact that you knew to run my bath water because I was just like, you know, run the shower, it was like helpful to me, you know. So I think we can we can do that and and be more women need to we need to be women, right? Because we're trying to be men, it's it's not working. Uh, I think when we are in our natural space is when we flourish the best. And when a man is in his natural space, then he flourishes the best. And I think we just got this thing where, you know, they, we trying to be like men, shut our feelings off. And that's ne necessarily how we can fix this problem. So transitioning into that, um, what would you say? And I think we kind of even touched on this was communication. You know, John was talking about, you know, as a man, if you're a leader, you're going to be able to communicate when you come home. Um, you're going to be able to say, hey, I need some time. I need some space. But what if a man has some really concerning stuff on his mind? The thing about women is that we really want to know what y'all are thinking. Like about whatever, like. You know, uh, I couldn't get the gas cap off the motorcycle and I'm really trying to figure out how to do it. And I don't know what to do. And we're like, okay, well, let me go on Google, YouTube. Let me find it. Because that's me. I'm a, I'm a helper. I'm a resourceful person. So I'm like, baby, don't worry about it. If you're breaking your brain, brain that much, then I'll, we'll figure it out together. But when, how do we create as your woman, your person, if I'm dating you or, you know, how do I create a safe space for you to feel like I feel defeated today? I feel like, you know, I, everything I tried to do today, it seemed like it just did not work and it made me feel defeated. How do we get you guys to a space of vulnerability um, where y'all trust us with your thoughts? John. 
We're not repeating the other question, are we? <laughs> um, no, uh-uh. it, it, because we kind of bled into that. Okay. Um, I mean, it's time. Proving trustworthiness, having back and forth communication, you know. He's having to prove to you that he can um, handle your vulnerability and you proving that to him, you know, naturals checking out the match and everything. You know, there's no, well, I won't say there's no specific way. There's a specific way for each person, but, you know, you, you need to figure out what kind of man do you have? Because I'm not one of those type of people, if I'm thinking about something and I'm working through it, I want to talk about it while I'm working through it. I don't want to have a conversation about it until I figured it out. And there's some people that want to walk you through that process, but that's not me. I don't have no issue with people that like to walk through that issue, but that ain't how I roll. So you put me in a place that's not comfortable for me, for me to be talking about my thought process while I'm thinking it out. Let me think it out. Then I can talk about it. But there's some people that first thing to come to their head. And when we say we ain't thinking about nothing, like for real, it ain't that deep. Like you seen them little memes where she'd be like, oh my God, is he cheating on me? Is he dissatisfied? He'd be like, man, I wonder if I use the X button on my Xbox, will it do the spin next time instead of the juke? Like it really be that simple. As men, we could put stuff in boxes and we just thinking, I wonder if I should start such and such a quarterback in my fantasy football league. And we'll be sitting there like, and you thinking, oh my God, is he going to quit his job? Nah, man, I'm really just thinking about the football game that's about to go on. So sometimes it ain't really even that deep. It ain't, <laughs> you know, it's not the mysteries of the universe. It is what we say it is. <laughs> Jump in here, D. All right. I'll hop in on this one. Um, communication is, it's, it's not hard to get us there, but it's really easy to ruin it once we are there. Uh, you can ruin it by asking too many questions. Mm. A lot of times, if people just listen while we're talking, the answers to their questions are in the statement. You know, um, so it's 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 easy to get us uh, to shut down, but but it's just as easy to get us to open up and communicate. You know, a lot of times um, it's it's that um, that unnecessary stuff that detours us from the conversation. You know, the, 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 the uh, picking and the prying and the um, just trying to make sense of everything instead of just listening mm. through when we're talking. You know, mm. it'll play out. Um, that takes patience. That, that takes uh, practice because a lot of times when we're in the middle of a conversation we're already thinking about what we're going to say so we miss a lot of what's being said mm-hmm. and if we realize that then we're pretty much done with the conversation because now we're just spinning our wheels mm-hmm. um, just listening you know awesome Jamon jump in thank you yes I agree with everything John said he, he said that's the perfect way I would say it. So I ain't got nothing to add to that. Okay. So ladies, we got to be quiet. We got to learn to hush. There's power in the hush. I got a sister that I'm going to bring on. She's my sister friend. And she always talks about being quiet. 
you know, that there's power in being quiet because when you will be quiet and don't say anything, then the man will answer the questions that you have already been forming in your head. You just have to let the time and be patient, let the time go out. We can't do that though. That's hard, you know, especially for, I, I, you know, for me, I'm an inquisitive woman. So I, I'm the one that you shut down on because I'm like, well, what happened? Well, then who said that? Well, what happened? Well, who did? Well, what? The, and we got to make so, space for that. We got to make space for it because that's a beautiful thing. It's just there's a time and a place for it. That's all. Right. And so sometimes you have to know when to be quiet and listen, right? And even if you have questions, if we listen long enough, the questions will be answered. Because our thing is we want the questions answered right then. But it may take him two or three days to say the rest of whatever he's saying. You know, sometimes it happens that way. He may be thinking of something and then, you know what? I was thinking about something. You know what? Remember when I said that with this? And then you kind of start getting the whole um, the whole bit. Okay. I love this conversation. What do y'all think? Y'all can come on because it looks like we don't have the issue we were having before. Yeah, I think it's great. This is this a great, is great dialogue. I love it. Yeah. Also, um, okay. Add, so, uh, huh? Also, you know what I'm saying I want to add. We, we also have to know how our person communicates. That's good. You know, mm-hmm. everyone That's doesn't good. communicate verbally, or vocally. Like my, my our wife Tasha, she does some of the most awesome things, but but I know that's her way of getting a certain point across depending on what she does or, or what she's doing for me, you know? So it's not always about words. Also it's knowing how your person communicates, you know? I like it. Okay. So, um, we're going to switch the topic a little bit and we're going to talk about, um, women that have it all together. So I've got several friends um, that they may go out on dates, and I know you guys can't answer for these particular people, but we're just talking from a male's point of, point of view. So they have their own house, they have great careers, they are attractive women, all of that, right? But they can't keep a man in their space. I say when we're having these conversations that men see them and they say, you're well put together. I think those particular men are saying, and I could be wrong, I don't see a place that I can lead or you need me. Jump in. Come on, D. I can't touch that one. John? Yeah, I'll touch it. I'm put my hands all over it. Look at that. <laughs> do it, brother. Do it. Ah, uh, single brother right there. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm super single, man. I'm super single. I ain't answering to nobody. Um, so let's not put it on a woman's success. Okay. I think, okay. I, I think it happens with a lot of people, but it is an issue, um, but I, I think sometimes if you use the success as one, a way to describe yourself or to identify yourself by, 
it becomes problematic. How are you going to deal with anybody if you identify yourself by external things instead of who you really are? And then, um, you know, I think because of the success, there's a level of frustration that they give into. Um, but, you know, because there, there was a clip and they were talking to the young lady and she's like, yeah, me, and all my friends are bad. We exceed everything. We making money, this, that, and other. And all of us are single. And it's just that we can't. But if you got that attitude, like there's no man present in this room, but they all saying men can't handle us. But it's like, you know, when do you take some time to think, you know, have I done some things wrong? Am I listening to some person saying how value this, how value that? blah 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 am i getting caught up in all of this noise and focusing on the wrong thing like you know if i make so much then i gotta date somebody that makes this 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 much or you know they gotta be this that and the other and and again i'm a fan of standards you know if you if you got standards like i love standards because if your standard is you got to talk to a man at six four then i automatically know i ain't for you i ain't got to waste no time because i ain't six right. four so we good right so i love standards but right sometimes you got to ask yourself are, are my standards keeping me unhappy like am i being realistic because the reality of it is you can have the standards of how much they got to pay how or how much they make what they got to look like, this, that, and the other one. Somebody make you feel that woo-woo, all them standards go right out the window. And mm-hmm. that's that's the reality to it. So I don't think it's they can't keep a man because they they have this, that, and the other. They can't keep a man because as people, they have made all of these things the thing. So, so um, and it when you're talking, I, I have so many different conversations and women in my mind that have uh you know have said things like um you know they don't lead with their education um but i mean uh, so if you really do a if you really do an analysis of how people date and this is men and women like where do they go same places they've been going they go to the same people they know are they trying anything different are they thinking that somebody's gonna knock on their front door and me you know, um, I can't meet nobody, but you go to your gym, you go to your job, you go to your favorite grocery store, and you might go to some other place. You stop, And whenever you go out, you go out to the same place, all the same people. You've been going to the same place for 10 years, and all of a sudden, you're supposed to meet somebody new? No, that's cheers. You're going where everybody knows your name. You're not going where you're going to meet new people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, as uh, my girlfriends and I were discussing, that's one of the things that we uh, talked about was going in different um, arenas that we usually wouldn't go, like going to football games, going to high school football games, you know, going to cigar lounges, going, you know, to drink out on the other side of town, you know, and not staying in, you know, not FM 78, like for San Antonio, but out, you know, further because um, I think you get used to that and then you're meeting the same people and it's in the San Antonio Texas is so small that we almost recycle you know and it 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 behooves us to get out so i think that's a great um that's a great point you know if you I want like that something recycling better, thing cuz don't throw a man away because he talked to one of your friends 27 years ago in high school <laughs> that part that part that part right there cuz we're not doing it <laughs> Listen, I got a whole theory. 
If you if seven years done pass by, it don't count no more. If it don't count on the credit report, it don't count. <laughs> so don't be mad at me. It don't count. <laughs> Anybody else want to jump in on this? Yeah, well, there's this whole notion that men are scared of successful women is quite honestly stupid to me. Because either one, you, you're you dealing with a dude that got his own, and so y'all just adding to each other, or two, you're dealing with a dude that ain't got nothing, and you are a come up. So it's like, either scenario, women, you are important. <laughs> so, so we got to deal with this, like, after we realize that okay we gotta dig deeper like it's a self look we gotta look at like okay what am i doing like everything john said like i gotta look at me do i talk too much am i overbearing like mm. you gotta mm, and that's, that's good ain't nobody and that ain't what nobody ever want to talk about all you hear is they scared of independent woman no 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 no, you just talk too much. You don't know how to talk to people. You're rude. See, we we gotta deal like that. But but the narrative always has to be men are scared or men ain't men didn't do this, the man didn't do that. Nah, it, ladies, y'all need to be looking at yourselves. Oh. So and okay so let me ask y'all this scenario so because you made me think about something all right you go out with a lady right high earning what they call them high value what's the what's the word ksb saying high value woman so she's a high value woman she's got herself together you know she's well presented and everything something happens with the food and she's rude to the people that's two whole different things. I don't care if she broke or she got it together. You can't be rude to the servers. That's yeah, it's a- time to go to another restaurant. Right, it's not. I'm not eating. So that. the reason the reason why I say that is because a lot of women, I don't think we see that overbearingness in us. And we want a man to usurp us, right? But then if he tries to, then he's overbearing. It's like a catch twenty-two, right? And I feel like I can, I remember a conversation. The reason why I'm saying this is because Jamon, you hit it on the head. Cause I was having a conversation with my brother and I was trying to hook him up on the cool. He said, I would never date her. And I said, why? And he said, did you hear how she just talked to that man? There's no way I could lead her around the corner. Nowhere. She's already a man. I was like, just by that one conversation, but we don't, we don't take men that men are even looking at that. We don't think a lot of us don't think y'all smart enough to, to to pick up on that. But instantly he picked up on she was overbearing. Instantly. So I like that. Thank you so much for that input. And let me see. Uh, role reversal. Do y'all believe in that? Do y'all believe that? in traditional roles in a in a relationship, or is there a such thing as role reversal? Are men acting like women now? 
are they taking on the role as the caregivers and the woman is providing? John is laughing. It's a real question. Well, let me answer that question. Um, in our household, in my household, and my wife, we spit everything. My wife makes more money than I do. She has a great job. It's it's awesome. I don't see it as role reversal. I see us doing what we have to do to ensure that our, our household runs smoothly. Um, she knows I'm the man, I'm the husband, and I know that she's the mom, she's the wife. Um, but there are certain things that I automatically pick up on because of the demands that her job puts on her. You know, mm -hmm. and some days I may be a little more flexible. So, mm -hmm. but I don't, I mean, role reversal, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like she's the man and I'm the woman at all. We do what we have to do to make sure that our household runs smoothly. If that's what you're talking about, I don't. Okay, so, and the reason why I said this was, um, in conversation, um, I think, and I might go here, we, we might go here, but I think we have to, like, as far as Tasha is concerned, I think we have to stop trying to compare ourselves to other relationships or marriages or different dynamics. I think what works for us works for us, right? Because Tasha could tell me, well, I make more money than D. I'm like, oh, you make more money than D. Girl, you need to make him find him another job because ain't nothing, you know, he can do for me or whatever. You know what I mean? You make this and he makes that. And I think sometimes we have to step back and decide this is what works for my household. Um, because those women that I know does it the way y'all do it, the way, hey, this is what works for us, they are so much happier. Yeah. You know, and I think we need to, as women, one thing we got to stop doing is dating for our friends. Hanging around our single friends and listen to what they say. I always, oh, John, listen, I always tell my friends, if you do what she's telling you to do, he's now her man. So you might as well go on and give her man her man. Yeah. You didn't even meet us on this part. You just said it. You say what? I said, you didn't even need us on this part because you just said it. Facts, facts, yeah. I think we need to, you know, so it's one thing to have friends that you share things with that you know is not going anywhere, right? And y'all support each other in your journey to love and all of that. I think it's another thing that every time you tell this woman something, she's finding some reason to to make, oh, you shouldn't do that. Oh, you shouldn't. You, sh I think, and then we internalize it. And next thing you know, don't let Jamar leave nothing in the sink. Next thing you know, don't be putting that in the sink. And you like, where, where is this coming from? And I just believe that we need to, we really need to work on that. Like we really have to let whatever goes on in our household that helps us be happy. That's what we need to do. Right. Yeah. I just need to work like, close time. Come on. Oh, because like, who, what, who defined these roles? Who made up these roles? Are we, are we talking about like back in slavery when like women were for bed to work? And so they had to stay at home and the man had to go work. Like, is that the paradigm we're looking at? And so I think then, too, okay, what, then, what uh, I asked about a provider, they say men are the providers. Well, 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 if you, if you go back to when men had to be because the women couldn't, 
but times have evolved. Things have changed. Now women can work. Now women are working. So are we we still having this same picture framework of what roles are? Or, or have we de- redefined roles as in 2022? You got to go back. Every couple of years, you got to go back and tweak everything. Mm-hmm. Inflation, everything. Is Nothing is mm-hmm. the same. Things are constantly changing. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's my question. So, remember, like, what what paradigm, like, what what framework are you looking at as when you talk about roles and role reversal? I like it, John. You have anything to say? Oh yeah, man. Of course. I mean, even though you shut us down with that statement you made, that's what was up. I mean, think think about it. I'm a um. I'm a single parent, so my son's mother passed away. So, like, I'm beginning in all of that. Um, I cook, clean, do laundry, do a lot of laundry. Man, there's a lot of laundry. Like, it's a lot of laundry. Dangerous. It's like he goes in his room and does a spell and makes extra laundry come up. But yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't let me get all going on that. So I do everything. I go to work. You know, I, I bring home the bacon. I cook the bacon. You know, and, and when I meet somebody. The, the prerequisites aren't to come and take some of this off of me. You know, what are you good at? How do you fit? Because it might be some of that stuff. I might not want her to do my laundry because I'm picky about it at this point, you know? And, and so it's like, you know, if you go to the store and you buy, you know, the, the sausage links for the barbecue, you don't want to know what they did to make sure that the sausage links were right. You just want to make sure that it's a good product at the end of the day and people are too worried about worrying about how the sausage is made but was it good did it go on the grill with the links hot and delicious Facts. If you got yeah. to the end point then how you got there ain't nobody else's business but the cooks that's right keep it simple yeah. i like it okay so we five minutes out any last words y'all anything you want to offer uh that we didn't touch upon any thoughts anything you want to share yeah Go visit, follow, like, subscribe, Anjanette Speaks YouTube channel. She's at 302 followers. Man, let's get her to a thousand followers before. Let's do two months. Because, man, once you get to a thousand followers, you can monetize that thing. So, y'all make sure y'all go and support. Y'all check in, man. Um, We want to make sure we're supporting her as much as possible because we want to make sure that this type of quality content is available. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, It's a pleasure to be with these gentlemen, see my dudes again. So, Thank you, John. Thank you for Uh, all your contribution. All right, D, come on, last thoughts. Yeah, thank you. Uh, First of all, thank you for sharing your platform with us, with me. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, I look forward to seeing what you got coming up. I have been following you for a long time, for a while now, and I see the growth and I'm going to keep following you, man. I'm proud of you for stepping out. I know some things is out of your comfort zone, but I see you shining, sis. Uh, Thank you. So keep shining. Um, Thank you. I look forward to seeing y'all around, man. So that's it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for your contribution. I really appreciate it. No doubt. Last words, Jamar. Uh, I just echo what everybody else said. I thank you for having me. Thank you for the opportunity and the platform. Um, and just be encouraged, man. Keep going. You're doing a great thing. 
And uh, thank you. People, we we need to have these uncomfortable conversations um, because when you when you really think about it, everything stems back to our childhood. We, we we're a combination of all our life's experiences, and everybody's life experiences have not been all pleasant. And so we have to talk to find out. Okay, right here there was a breach, and we need to you know. So keep doing what you're doing. It's 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 great, and I support you and. Thank you. Fellas, it was great. Yes, it was. All right. So this is the brothers have spoken, y'all. We, I mean, they have told us some things. They have opened up. And y'all, we have to learn to listen. We have to learn to manage our household. We have to learn to, like John said, be quiet and just make a sandwich. Just get busy. Uh, like Jermon said, he said to uh, be intuitive and be in tune with your with your, your man, you know, um, that would mean ask questions. And that means we have to be quiet and listen. The reason why we have two ears and one mouth. And then the brother D said that he would like to, to know that his woman understood his struggle, um, being a black man in America and what that means and intuitively supporting him through that. They said so many things, but I think that wraps it all up. Thank you all my brothers for supporting me in this. Y'all know I am not comfortable, but I'm getting there. Y'all go like, and subscribe to Anjanette speaks, um, YouTube channel. Uh, go to uh, Anjanette Speaks Facebook page, uh, like Anjanette Speaks Facebook page, uh, and go to Endure Entertainment. Endure Entertainment, thank you so much for the opportunity for the platform to be able to be seen all over the world. These conversations will not be the last. Y'all will be back because I'm kind of stirring the pot a little bit. So y'all will, you know, I'm trying to you know, I'm trying to bring a conversation. So I appreciate y'all taking out this time, this hour for me. Thank you so much. This has been another edition of Anjanette Speaks, the real, the raw, and the inspiring. Thank you for joining us tonight. Y'all have an amazing weekend.